Thanks for joining us on Truth is Now Treason for this special treason bite called The Next Variant Communism. Now, you will want to hear this, but if you are listening for the first time, I do want to direct you to our episode called Our Story, which explains our podcast here with Dietrich and me. Today's episode will be a new story that I hope you will share with others. But we do have other episodes that are faith-based and offer words of encouragement and hope like our Gorilla Glue series or Ultimate Treason episodes. But today I want to discuss Governor DeSantis of Florida. He has been criticized widely, especially by the mainstream media and the federal government regarding his handling of COVID in his state. And Jen Psaki, who's the White House press secretary, and Biden both have accused him of not caring about the public safety and health of Floridians. And one example was back in November, just a few months ago in 2021, Jen Psaki accused the Florida governor of, quote, consistently taking steps backward as it relates to fighting the pandemic, not forward. She said this to a bunch of reporters at a news briefing. Let's summarize what's transpired between DeSantis, the state of Florida, and the Biden administration in the last year, 2021. DeSantis has been one of the few governors who's focused not only on vaccinating the at-risk population, but also offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Now, the states originally, due to our Constitution, have had the ability to order their own treatments to meet the needs in their own state without the federal government's direct involvement. The federal government is meant to be there to assist the states in regards to this. So DeSantis embraced these antibody treatments, and it was a huge success in Florida, particularly against the first two variants. In September of 2021, right after Biden mandated the vaccine, Biden's Health and Human Services Department, also known as HHS, decided to seize control of the distribution of these monoclonal treatments like Regeneron or Eli Lilly's monoclonal drugs. Federal government brought all these dosages up so that states could not buy them directly from the drug maker, making the states have to go to HHS to get what they needed. HHS then cuts the supply to Florida, saying Florida was just getting too much and there needed to be an equal distribution. Listen to Jen as she says this. Given the rise in cases due to the Delta variant and the lower number of vaccination rates in some of these states, like Florida, like Texas, just seven states are making up 70 percent of the orders. Our supply is not unlimited, and we believe it should be equitable. Now, remember, Florida was one of the few states that was really taking advantage of this treatment and has saved countless lives as a result. Other states, like blue states, were pushing only the vaccine, the vaccine that we know hasn't protected as was promised. So after Biden's HHS announced this in the fall of 2021, DeSantis found another company to create a similar type of monoclonal treatment called Citrovimab. And he did a deal directly with the drug company called GlaxoSmithKline and therefore was still able to meet the demand for these treatments in his own state despite this federal government cutting his supply and limiting his access. In our next audio clip, Mark Levine is interviewing Governor DeSantis, and this is an interview that has just taken place this year back in January 2022. And he's just shared in this in this interview how he was vaccinated, how he still got COVID. Wait, that's not possible. <laughs> well, he's saying it, and he knew 
about these monoclonal clinics that were set up by DeSantis across the state of Florida. And he went and he received treatment and within a couple of days felt much better. And he poses the question to DeSantis in his interview with the governor about whether he thinks Biden's actions regarding monoclonals are political. DeSantis says absolutely and goes on to explain. So listen to the governor share about this. Well, it's all political. And we set up these centers this summer when we started to see Delta variant rear its head. And it worked. We were keeping tens of thousands of people out of the hospital, saved thousands of lives. No one disputes that. Well, as that was happening in September, they decided, the federal government decided to seize control of the monoclonal antibodies and cut supplies to Florida and Texas mainly. Now, I was able to do a deal with another company, GlaxoSmithKline. We got some Citrovimab, which is also good, to paper over some of that. And then our numbers were so low that there just wasn't a lot of demand for it for many months. Well, now that you see Omicron, you start to see more prevalence in the winter, which we anticipated there would be an increase in demand. We're, we're not getting what we need. And so we're working through that. Uh, we think we have a potential to have a positive solution on that. But, you know, what HHS will say is, oh, Florida, you use too much of it. Well, part of the reason we use more than other states is because we've actually embraced treatment. Most of these other governors and the people like Fauci and the federal leadership, they basically say, get a shot, wear a mask, and that they never talk about treatment. And we've really embraced treatment because that's just the reality of what we're facing. You were vaccinated and yet you still got it. I wish the vaccines were uh, sterilizing, but they're not providing that type of an immunity. So to just not deal with treatment and be hostile to people like me who are, it shows so much of this is about a political agenda, it's about partisanship, and it's not about the best interests of the American people when you talk about how these folks are acting. Are you liking your socialized medicines, folks? You know, wasn't it Barack Hussein Obama who said that he was not going to put the federal government between the doctor and the patient? Oops, you mean the socialists lied? <laughs> I've never seen it. Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> so in this interview, like Lennox stated earlier, this just took place a few weeks ago on January the 9th. DeSantis is explaining what we just shared. The federal government took over distribution and limited supply. They got between you and your doctor. Make sure you thank Sleepy Joe. I want to return back to Jen's comment accusing DeSantis of consistently taking steps backwards in dealing with the pandemic. I want to share the facts with you and let you decide whether Saki's lying or not. These facts were true up to and on January the 12th of 2022. Omicron has hit, and on this date, most states were in on the Omicron wave of new cases, especially Florida, but Florida has one of the lowest death rates, which is exactly what we want. So let's look at the facts in order to expose Jen's lie. And once you understand these facts that we're going to share, you're going to see the lie more clearly. Florida is the third most populated state with 21 and a half million people living there. So it stands to reason that the more people that live in your state, the more cases you're going to have. So you cannot go on just the total number of cases. In addition to a highly populated state, approximately 20% are age 65 years or older. So you've got snowbirds going to Florida. You've got retirees moving to Florida. Florida is considered one of the oldest of all the states because it has most of the at-risk population. 
It also has remained open since the first lockdown. So like back from May, June of 2020, Florida has been up and running. And it's also had in-person schools since the fall of 2020. Now, on top of this, they also had no statewide mask mandates, although a few schools still did, but the majority didn't, which left it up to the parents to decide if the kids should wear a mask. Can you believe that? What a horrible place. Parents being allowed to decide what's good for their kids or not. (laughs) See, I've just never seen where parents make better decisions than government. I have neither. You know, I've, I've noticed when... When people who live a thousand miles away from my house and tell me how I'm to run my life, they do it so much better for me than I do. <laughs> Florida, they had no statewide vaccine mandates. There was a mass exodus of people from New York and California to Florida. Individuals and businesses, as well as people vacationing, going in and out on a constant basis, which made it even more of a challenge for Florida to stay as low as they did. But because DeSantis has pushed for treatments for COVID, Most who knew about it was because of him going public, making announcements, informing people about monoclonals when the federal government was trying to do everything could to shut it down. Now, if the federal government ever mentioned monoclonal treatments, it was usually because somebody else brought it up, they asked about it, but it was never voluntarily discussed unless it was to defend their own ill actions against Florida. DeSantis was going to press and letting journalists know what was going on while the government was trying to shut it down. So on January 12th this year, keeping all these facts in mind, Florida was 47th in the list of highest death rates. So that meant that there were three states that had better death rates than Florida, and it was Alaska, Hawaii, and Virginia. Alaska, gosh, they don't even have a million people living there. Hawaii has a one and a half million approximately, and Virginia only has 8 million residents, which is three times less, approximately, than Florida. So 47th is awesome. Now, on that same day that I got these stats, Delaware, which is a blue state, much smaller than Florida, had the second highest death rate. And it was 68% fully vaccinated. Florida's death rate was, on this particular day, 0.18 per 100,000, which means that it would take a group of 500,000 people for you to have one person die from COVID. And it is 63% fully vaxxed. And according to the Mayo Clinic, in the age bracket, 65 years of age and older, 95% of those people are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and that's incredible. DeSantis took care of the at-risk population. So instead of touting Florida's success like a good POTUS would, Biden and others in the federal government, along with top healthcare officials and most media outlets, have done everything they could to sow doubt and spout public criticisms toward him, and they still are. It's because DeSantis is a guy who's been making strides in fighting the pandemic, and these wannabe communists who don't want ordinary people like you and me, to know that there is a way out of this pandemic. So what do they do? They use the same old Marxist strategy, which is accuse your enemy of doing what you actually are. Constantly put your opponent on the fence, throw out accusations about them, just make things up. The truth doesn't matter to Marxists. Anyone who is speaking and following the truth, those are your enemies now when you're dealing with Marxists. 
Here's why I say this. Are you aware that while DeSantis has been finding solutions to the barriers the federal government has been putting up to hinder Florida from having success, that same federal government has intentionally been allowing COVID-infected people from our southern border, which will naturally cause COVID, right? Yeah, liberals like Jen Psaki have accused DeSantis saying he doesn't care about the safety of people in Florida, but would someone who cares about the public safety and health do this? We posted a link to an article published in October of last year. It's by Breitbart, and it's where a whistleblower. Now, it's a whistleblower because this federal government has ordered these Border Patrol agents and ICE to not talk to the media. And so this person is staying anonymous to keep his job. And so he came forward and said there were 16,000 COVID-infected migrants that were dispersed into the interior of our country. The source informs Breitbart that the figures only includes those migrants who were tested by ICE. The totals do not include the thousands of untested migrants released directly by the Border Patrol. And this article also goes on to say they were not made to get vaccines. Jen Psaki even admitted that to Peter Ducey of Fox News last fall, right after Biden's vaccine mandate. Listen. You're trying to require anybody with a job or anybody who goes to school to get the COVID-19 vaccine, but you are not requiring that of migrants that continue walking across the southern border into the country. Well, look, our objective is to get as many people vaccinated across the country as humanly possible. And so the president's announcement yesterday was an effort to empower businesses, to give businesses the tools to protect their workforces. That's exactly what we did. But certainly we want everybody to get vaccinated and more people are vaccinated, whether they are migrants or whether they are workers, protects more people in the United States. But it's a requirement for people at a business with more than 100 people. It is not a requirement for migrants at the southern border. Why? That's correct. Go ahead. So we just heard the lady who's supposed to be the voice of the president admit that, oh, wait, we're not going to make a migrant who comes into the United States get a vaccine, but we're going to attempt to force those who are working in companies that have 100 employees or more, we want them to be forced to take a vaccine. So, again, who does Biden see as the enemy? It's you. It's me. It's those who refuse to do what they think we should do, even though they do not have the power to do it. But those who come in, oh, we can let them spread COVID wherever they want to. This is Marxist strategy in action. She is accusing DeSantis of not thinking about the health of the public while her regime that she is part of is doing everything it can to spread this virus all over the nation. This is just one example of their Marxist strategy in action. Florida has not consistently taken steps backwards in fighting the pandemic. Although Florida no longer has the lowest death rate anymore, it's 19th now. It used to be, remember, 47th. And gee, why'd that happen? Because the federal government decided you guys aren't going to get the medicine that you want. So one of the factors contributing to that will, we will be discussing in our next episode. So stay tuned, traders, because in our next episode, we shall discuss the next move by our federal government against Florida and expose their lies and what they are telling the public. Traders, remember, we still have some great leadership among us, and DeSantis is one of those. 
We can help these kind of leaders who are doing something for the people, for us, like this governor, who is making good progress, even in spite of corrupt individuals and liars who are trying to stop them. We can help by telling other people that we know about this. We can also, if you're a believer, pray for these leaders. And as we talked about in our introduction to Treason Bites, Let's pray specifically that these wicked people will fall into their own traps if they won't turn from their evil ways. We have said this before. We are in this battle and we're in it together. And it is a battle against evil. Battles are never fun and many times often painful. You know, but sometimes we often grow the most from pain that we endure. This nation has gone through worse. And we can bounce back. This nation has had rotten presidents before. And we can bounce back. But Lennox and I want to ask you to do one thing. And we want you to spread this through word of mouth. Tell other people about this episode so they can see what our federal government is doing to states who are trying to do the best for their nation. I'm not going to be silent about this. And neither is Lennox. You know why we're not going to be silent? Because silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Those are the words of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, a man who was fighting against Hitler in his nation. Hitler was trying to destroy a large group of people. Guess what Biden's doing? He's trying to destroy states like Florida who refuse to capitulate to him. So be sure to tell someone about Truth Is Now Treason. Stay tuned for what is coming in the next episode of The Next Variant is Communism. Until Until next time, time, my fellow traitors. traitors.